Now you're into the second hour of the Saturday Supplement and I hope you're enjoying the programme so far. It is the first Saturday of the month, so it's time for our In Focus photography slot with renowned photographer Dominic Walsh. And Dominic, I know you've had a very, very busy period over the last few weeks because you're the main man to capture the moments in the Rose of Tralee. But before we talk about that, we were talking the first hour about people's first day at school and school memories. Can you remember your first day at school? Well, I thought it was very interesting. It actually brought back a lot of memories to me. It's amazing that you don't think about these things for years and years. Good morning, listeners. It's great to be back. And I'm delighted to be back talking about your photographs and keep sending them in. But yes, I do remember my first day at school. My first day at school was presentation primary school in Tralee. My mother brought me to school and I went into school and there was this lady inside and I thought she was a witch. And what she was, she was a nun with the veil and the, and the outfit on and I thought she was a witch. So I went in and sat down and as soon as my mother left and as soon as the nun turned around, I ran out the door and tried to run home. <laughs> so they had to run out of the class to run after me and, you know, try and catch me. And... I even know the lady I was sitting beside um, I can't think of her name now but we meet quite often she owns the art gallery there down in Dinny Street Donnelly I think um, O'Donnell and we sat together that day so yes I do remember it it was uh, a weird and wacky day and just something my week this week has been I've been to schools and I'm taking pictures of young kids arriving with mom and dad and I'm taking pictures of kids inside the school and when I go in and sit down it's just such a sweet and a precious time because every young person this is like a carbon copy of a paper that prints into their brain they'll never ever forget it so it's important that they enjoy the day so yeah it is that's amazing. my first day yeah it's amazing when you are that young that you will remember it that it'll imprint in your brain like you said and it was great that you uh, went in line with our theme for this month which was my great escape you had a great escape from the school <laughs> as, as, as your first day at school great story so the Rosa Tralee how did you get on Oh, the Rosa Tree. I was busy for the Rosa Tree. It was absolutely brilliant. Started the tour in Wexford and uh, walked around and went all the way around the country and ended up in fabulous, glorious Tralee where we did lots of work and photographed lots of things and met loads of people around and you had the hurdy-gurdies, you had the street entertainment, you just something. It was absolutely unbelievable like that, Joe. But again, the stress and the pressure of trying to do my job and get everything sorted out was, oh, it was something else. It was unbelievable. Mm. Now, you always bring along your photos to kind of tell us what you've been up to over the weeks, and then we'll talk about your archive photo later on in the hour. But uh, I love these photos that you've chosen. So you've kind of given a photo that was at the front page of the examiner where all the roses are looking down from above in a circle, and then you've shown the behind-the-scenes photo of how you did it, and there you are, your legs are sticky out from under the roses. Um, you really have to go on our Facebook page to see this and it's also on our website the podcast section in focus with Dominic Walsh to see all the photos we're ta talking about this morning but uh, Dominic you're a fair man you'll do anything to get a good snap I'm telling you Joe that's what it is this was the RT part of the photo shoot which took place in Dublin uh, the Royal Kilmeana Hospital in Dublin and uh, we were taking shots and you, you try and take loads of pictures and this is kind of a favourite pose I like this I like doing something a little bit different so what I did was I brought the roses in around me and I lay on the ground on my back. Now, if you could just imagine, everybody's saying to me, it's like the Wizard of Oz. So I'm lying down on the yes. ground, 
on my back, looking up, camera pressed onto my face, looking up, and my two legs are sticking out from underneath the roses out into the side, and my legs are apart. I mean, it's Wizard of Oz, or as somebody has passed out or something like that. But the thing is, when you see it from the background, you look at it and say, what on earth is he doing? And then when you look to the Irish Examiner, who used in the front page the following day, and you see all the girls leaning down into the camera, they've got their hands out, and I'm taking it like that, you know. And again, like, I've used plenty of flash, you know, I didn't even put the settings in because I can't even remember the settings as they are now, but more than likely, I would have popped up the flash a little bit trying to get that sky in and on that. And the thing about it is, it's, it's, it's a shot that you work with. And the thing is, if you trust who you're trying to photograph and they trust you, they let you do anything and you can walk away. And the thing is, like, to get a crowd of young ladies to go around me and they're bending down, they've got their hands on, hands out and they're looking down to the camera and it's almost like a rugby scrum and they're looking down to it and I'm shooting up into it. But, you know, it just works. And it's nice for people to see how it's done as well. Yeah, completely. And they're all in red. They're all they red dresses, with, yeah. <clears throat> They had a theme this year that all the roses went in red, red dresses. And just, it was absolutely fabulous because it's it's in unison and they're, they're red and it, it sticks out like a lovely red rose like that. You know, Catherine Thomas arrived and she was there. She, she was in black and Dahi was there. They were in black and it was the first time that I'd met the two of them, Catherine and Dahi together. And you're walking around and you're getting the feel of how Catherine will take, you know, because like... I've worked with Dahi for years and Dahi knows my approach and Dahi knows I like fun shots and things like that. And Catherine was well into it as well on that. So, like, and we got them in group shots and at one stage then we got all the roses to take off their shoes and chuck the shoes at the photographers there on there. <laughs> um, Catherine Thomas was very good this year, wasn't she? She was a good addition. She was actually, she was very good and just something, she was a, a lady to work with on that she was like there was no airs and grace about her like she got out and she did it and, and she worked with the media and she worked with the photographers and anything that I asked her to do there was never a glitch or a problem she said yes Dominic I'll try it and she was very good even to the stage where I was doing selfies with her and I'd get her holding my camera with her hand and I'd be looking into the back of the shutter and I'd be taking pictures and she was well in and she was wondering what was I doing and she'd want to see the photograph afterwards to see how it actually looked the finished product and she was actually very pleased with it the I suppose uh, the rosary builds up to the actual crowning of the rose and that announcement on television. So for you to capture that, there must be a lot of stress on you. And you've sent two great photos here. One of the shock on the New York Rose's face as she's announced rosary, and another photo then where she's more composed with the presenters, uh, the hosts, Dahi O'Shea and Catherine. Thomas but what's it like trying to get that photo because I'd imagine you can't rush up on stage either because it's being it's live uh, being filmed live well it is live but just to tell you that's the Tuesday of the festival and just to tell you that my briefing would start about mm, I would get my first briefing about 10am in the morning from Steve Cronley from the Rose of Tralee and he'd give me my first inclination of right Dominic we're going to meet with the director and the producer today and we're going to get our standing positions when you're standing on the stage in front of the stage because um, I'm possibly the only photographer that's allowed to go in so far into the middle and, and they give me great flexibility I can walk behind the cameras and I can even the roaming cameras they let me walk around and RT don't trouble me at all they let me walk away so we have the first chat in the morning then we have our main meeting at three in the afternoon where we sit down 
and we meet Steve and we meet the organizers of uh, the event that's up there and we have a chat and then we say right and it's you wouldn't believe it Joe it's like the radio it's all down to times we're going to this at 20 minutes past 21 minutes past this is going to happen at 22 minutes past you should be standing here on that please don't stand up until 23 minutes past because you're, you need to bend down because this camera's coming in over the back like that so then we're working and we go through on that we leave that then then we arrive up to the MTU and we do our actual walkthrough at about 20 past 7 and then we would meet the stage manager and you're talking and you're trying to work it out, you know. And see, the thing about it is, this is live TV and it would make life easier for everybody if I knew who was going to win, you know. <laughs> it would be absolutely brilliant. But you're, you're giving your standing positions, you're right in the centre and when I'm get like, when they do the walkthrough with me and we stand and we go through everything, yeah, this is it, like that, and they tell me, say, Dominic, do not move until this time so I have somebody on the left hand side looking at me and they're timing me they're giving me times they're saying right 23 minutes 24 minutes right now you can and the hand goes up I know now I can stand in a chair and I'm not going to get in trouble with any of the presenters or anything like that so we work along that I also have a person standing beside me that's going to take the card from my camera to my picture editor Mark Nolan he's going to get that picture when I have it captured and he's going to go back to the computer and we've got to get that out to about 59 Irish publications about 15 national publications and we've got to get it out internationally then as well because now you're talking you know, like, where's it going to go? And we have all our addresses ready. So, and we've got a pre um, worked out. So I'm standing in front of the stage and when I'm getting ready to take it, now I know I'm trying to go as fast as I can. When I'm getting ready to take the picture of the winning rose, I'm positioned in the front. And what I do is I pan left, I pan right to the centre and pan right of the centre. I'm always feeding around the centre. So I'm going slightly left of the centre, slightly right of the centre. So when I hear it on stage and they say, for example, it is the New York Rose, then I've only got a short distance to move in or out. Just to tell people how I actually set the camera on the night. I shoot at 250 per second on a 70 to 200 mil lens. It's a very slow shutter speed. I wouldn't recommend using a speed that slow on a 200 mil because you could get a lot of blur. You have to be very careful. And I, sh I get my metering and that's the same metering I use throughout the stage, no matter what happens on the stage. And I use a color temperature called Calvin. Calvin is a rate, for example, 3,000 to 4,000 would be a color temperature of the day. That's a light reading for the day outside. It changes from early morning to late evening. So I would have taken a Calvin on the stage. And if you notice, when you look at the sashes of the roses, they're extremely white. That's a true color. And that's what I work on when I take that. Then when it's announced, I flick the camera to left or right of my center. This lady, Roisin, was on the right hand side. I only had to move a small distance to get her and I got it. This shot I'd taken, it just literally happened straight away. You wouldn't believe it. On a, in about maybe 10, 15 seconds, up to a minute, I would have taken 250 pictures of what happened on stage wow. just to get my couple of pictures out of it. It's, you can't take any chances. I'm the only photographer there. There's half a million people looking over my shoulder. I have all these pictures that is ready. And just to stress, I had butterflies in my stomach the whole day of Tuesday. 
and I don't eat a meal in the evening. I might have something light, but I do, when I finish this about maybe quarter past a half, two in the morning, that's when I settle down and I have a sandwich. Whoa. <laughs> it's such a great insight, Dominic, into what actually goes on at the Rosa Tralee. And it is amazing, the logistics behind this whole thing. Um, so it's, it's, it's great to have you on and talk about that this morning. So thanks a million for that. Dominic is going to stay with us because we're going to look at your photos. And our theme for this month was My Great Escape. And you sent us in some beautiful photos. And as always, you email them to jmcgill at radiokerry.e. We're going to take a break with more after these. You're listening to the Saturday Supplement with Joe McGill on Radio Kerry. The Saturday Supplement on Radio Kerry, brought to you by Virgin Media, Ireland's best broadband. Visit virginmedia.ie. It's playtime. This is the Saturday Supplement for Saturday of the month, so it is our in-focus photography slot with Dominic Walsh. And before the break, we were talking about the roses and all the photos that Dominic was taking, but now it's time to turn our attention to the photos you sent in to us. So you send those photos in before the first Saturday of the month, the Wednesday before the first Saturday of the month, to jmcgill at radiocarry.ie. You can have a maximum of three, or you can just send one photo. And the theme... This month was my great escape. Enjoying a great escape while on the cliff near Ballybunion Beach on a busy patron day, 15th of August, were Shannon, Alana and Maeve as they viewed the waves breaking with the swimmers. And that comes in from Moss Joe Brown. Great snap, isn't it? Oh, yeah, I enjoy Moss, actually, and I, I meet him regularly there. Like, you know, great, great photographer, Joe, and has, a, has an avid interest in people and locations and daily life. Like, it's great. It just tells the story. Three ladies just relaxing, and Moss saw the cup and said, Hiya! And they looked around, and that makes the picture in this great. Works good. I wouldn't make any changes. Like, you know, Moss's great. Like, you know, like, like that landscape across the back, that horizon. Perfect line. Couldn't have been any better. Fair play to you. Good morning, Joe and Dominic. Please find attached some photos taken by me and Kinmare on Kinmare's Market Day. And that's Dennis, Dennis Chief. It's George Bally McElligot. And the uh, photo one is. Um, I think I've put these in reverse order, but it's back off. And that's the, the we're looking at the ponies bottoms. And then we're looking at a famous TD, Danny Healy Ray, in between two farmers there, a farmer himself. And they're looking at the cattle like you would on any fair day and talking away about the, the I suppose, the news of the day. Oh, look, like these pictures are absolutely fantastic. I mean, for tourists, when they come across this, they say, wow, what has happened? This is love. You get into the culture of the event, like, and you see the cattle there and the horses there and everybody's there and you always also see the boys and, of course, there's no parking over, over up on the, the side of the, the fence there and you're looking down, you can see all the people looking around and you've got our Healy Ray there stuck in the middle and having an old chat there. But that's his local, you know, area anyway down there, you know. The thing about yeah. it is, when you look at that and people look at it from a distance, again, it just gives a lovely promotion of Kerry and just the simple things in life that actually mean so much just people smiling there's people laughing and there's a loads there's a great buzz around great set of pictures and as for them the third photo I forgot the third to mention photograph, yeah, yes. is the eye, eye on the prize and it's a great title because you have a cockerel or a hen I'm not sure and it's right up to the hen's face you can see the eye you can see the eye just wanting be careful if you're using possibly an iPhone or anything like that if you go too close you're into macro and it might be able to focus a little bit so come back a little bit when it's in focus working it's a great picture my god see the eye and, and the red over the beak and everything looking out it's an unbelievable beautiful picture fantastic yeah what's the name of that there's a name for that that red piece on top of their kind of forehead and under their chin there must be a name for that 
Look, Let me I'm, know. Get in look, touch. I'm, I'm a volunteer who <laughs> thinks milk comes from a cat, and so I have no clue what that is. <laughs> Let's not go down that route. Hi, Joe and Dominic. One of my great escapes would be Killarney National Park. My second has to be Bale Strand because I live beside it. The third, my garden beside the Shannon Estuary. Any of these are my go-to places to make me feel good. Ita Hannon. And I just, I love her garden photo. I think it's absolutely spectacular. There's so much going on and the cat is sitting there. And she's a lovely, um, lovely seating. It's kind of made out of logs. Um, it's just very cleverly done. Very creative. As, as the picture goes, like, it's, it's got this turds. It's, it's got the... F- the bottom where the cat and the benches are there it's got the middle area you know and it's got the back area it's got a tree in it like that John I just hope that she is this framed and put up on a wall because if you've got a nice cold winter's day and I say nice days because you do get nice days in the winter and you're sitting inside with your cup of tea and you've got your fire on and you look up at that lovely picture on the wall isn't it just magnificent it is. That, that's a great picture out there on that when you see it. It'll give you the joys of life when you see it during the winter and you're inside a nice cold day and you're looking at it. It's absolutely fabulous to see it. Great picture. Hope it's framed. Yeah, excellent. And there you have it. You have the endorsement by Dominic to frame it. So no excuses, uh, Ita. The, the deer the, with the anklers is fairly impressive, isn't it? It is, isn't it? You know, on that, like it's a, like, how would you get that close? You know, like, yeah. any time I've tried to be in Killarney like that, you know, like, I always try and stay back because, like, I'd be afraid to approach these animals and for health and safety, I wouldn't go as close. And you'd be right, though, because they know, can be very dangerous. They, they, Stags can, they be can be very dangerous, dangerous especially stag. during rotting like, season, yeah. Obviously, they've just had the opportunity and he's there and it might be all rotting season, just sitting there. It's lovely. And see the grass and all, the anklers and everything yeah. like that, you know, and the, the animal's just looking straight into the camera. Composition is absolutely brilliant. Great picture. Yeah, I'd say it was after having a fight with a ditch because he's a piece of it on his uh, antlers. Um, but like you said, Dom, you should always be careful there. A, li- a good long lens if you're using your camera so that you're not too close. Um, hi, Joe and Dominic. Love the show. These are my pictures for this month. One, the day the Dulux dog came to town. And two, all spun out. Thanks. And that comes in from Nora Nelligan. And the Dulux dog, that's an English sheepdog, I think, the, is the breed, isn't it? The, the Dulux dog. Well, you obviously know your animals better than I do. Um, the Dulux dog, look, Joe, I just take it as a Dulux dog because I really don't know the breed at all like that, Joe. But aren't they most amazing dogs when you see them? They've got the, the fur on them. They're absolutely fabulous. And it's a great picture. And, you know, some, there's a kind of an unusual shot there as well, very tight into the head, which you wouldn't normally do. And it just gives a real bushy face and a bushy head, a little bit of a cloud, just a different angle. Nice to do too. Yeah. Um, there was a famous comedy film... Um, where a man becomes one of these dogs as well. Um, it's a very kind of a famous one. I can't think of the name off the top of my head. The other thing about these dogs, uh, when I was in the holidays in Thailand, there was one of these dogs there, and I felt so f- sorry for it in the heat. You can imagine in Thailand, the heat in Thailand. Yeah. They're such a hairy dog. I thought it was the weirdest thing to have that kind of a breed of a dog there. But anyway. Um, hello, Joe and Dominic. A few photos attached from my favourite escape places. Hang glider at Ross Bay beach is it a hang glider i always thought it was a hand glider maybe that's something new i'm learning today motorcyclist enjoying inch beach flying high at puck fair whatever about the motorcycling i wouldn't try the other two for a million euros says margaret o'shea and thanks again she says these are great old shots aren't they they're great old shots they're good old shots we call them the hurdy gurdies in chile and oh, yeah. um, I, I was away with the roses and we were up in emerald park and we went to the roller coasters and I was saying, I have to do it, I have to do it, I have to do it. I went up and I did it, Joe, and I came off. Never, ever again am I going up 
I died up there. I mean, I died <laughs> and I thought I was going to die. So no, not for me on that, those things. I tend to keep my feet underground like that. Draw a lovely picture. I think that's called a paraglider, is it? Is it paragliding? Is it, yeah. No, I don't know. Like somebody obviously, you know, text us in very short and say, that's what it is. You know, and that. Yeah, yeah. Hello, Joe Dominic attached to some photos. Moody skies at Stradbally, County Kerry and colourful scene at Brandon. And that comes in from Sheila Quirk in Castle Gregory. And Sheila has a great eye for landscape photography, doesn't she, Dominic? Like you talk about rule of thirds and you talk about composition and all that. She's ticking all the boxes here, isn't she? She's, she's ticking all the boxes and she's taking something like, like the, t- the tour rule and just explain to people what that is when you look at a picture like there it breaks into third rule like like you have a foreground middle ground and a background that's the rule of photography and you would have the same from the left to the right you'd have a side view and a center and a left view on that but as i always say about photography rules and photography are meant to be broken but these are the two thirds rule or the thirds rule here and they work very good on that loved it i like the one to see in the mountains on that the picture, I don't know if it was sent in by WhatsApp or how it was sent in, it's just got a little bit blurry there on that, you know, on that, so I'd nearly check that. Please remember, don't print from that quality. You need to print from the original. And there's a lovely shot then back in Brandon and looking over the, the ditch and a little the flowers and the stones and the, the waves. And there's a lovely curvature on the beach and there's the mountains behind. That's a great shot. There's some lovely pictures there. Really nice. Yeah, we're blessed where we live, though, aren't we? Because there is that subject matter out there. There is the inspiration. There is the scenery to, to be captured, isn't there? Look, we live in a lovely county. Like, it's, it's absolutely fabulous. And as I say to people, when we get these images in and we talk about them and speak, speak about them, there's people around the world tuning in this morning and they're listening to what we have and they're looking at the pictures and the scene and they can actually see what people see. And I always say it's what the person on the street or the pictures you get. They're the pictures that people want to see. Yeah, Mount Parisha is such a beautiful plant, that orange colour, and it's everywhere around at the moment. Um, and it seems to be very plentiful here in Kerry because I had visitors there the August weekend and they couldn't get over the amount of it that was everywhere. You know, sometimes when a person from the outside comes in, you know, we'd be seeing it every day, but they were they thought it was spectacular altogether. It's a beautiful um, flower and it is in full flower at the moment. Dominic, stay with us because we have to look at more of uh, your photos that you've sent in to us uh, at home. And the theme was My Great Escape. We're going to take a break with more after these. You're listening to the Saturday Supplement with Joe McGill on Radio Kerry. The Saturday Supplement on Radio Kerry brought to you by Virgin Media, Ireland's best broadband. Visit virginmedia.ie. It's playtime. This is the Saturday Supplement and we are in focus with Dominic Walsh, renowned photographer Dominic Walsh and we're looking at your photos that you sent in to us. You've sent them to jmcgill at radiokerry.ie and the theme was My Great Escape. Brenda Kassan, always great photos he always sends in. Hi, Joe and Dominic. My great escape photos are of walks through Leslie's Woods, Tarbert, taking in the lovely scenery all around and the views over Tarbert Bay. What a spectacular place that is. That's real lush green there in Leslie Woods, isn't it? It's like Sherwood Forest. You'd, you'd expect to see the Merry Men to come out of there. I was actually, when I looked at this picture when we were going through there during the week, Joe, and we were looking at the pictures, I thought this picture is absolutely amazing to see the tree and the branches uh, coming off out and the cover of the canopy of green looking down. You, you cannot but get green from it like that. It's absolutely beautiful picture. I love it. I, it's a great picture. should be proud of getting a picture like that because it's quite nice, you know, on that. And as for the bench, looking over the bench, out over the sea, 
great that puts the mind thinking is will somebody sit on it is somebody coming is it a nice place is it a calming place is it a place that people go just to have a break or have a sandwich i love pictures like that there's great that the, the, restaurants use pictures like that a lot so when people come in it just gets them thinking and it takes their mind off when their food is coming like that it's quite nice lovely on that and there's really really that's a trick, is it, Tom? I kind of, yeah, I, I never do that. Yes, you would, yeah. Like, when, when you, yeah. like if, if you're going, let's say, for example, the dentist, for example, you're going to the dentist and you see pictures, they're calming pictures like that, you know, and that is what you see inside there. And, like, pictures like the bench, like that, you sit down, it puts your mind thinking and you don't realise that you might say, oh, what would they be doing there? Now, if I was there or in the place it comes to that, like, you know, and it might be your go-to spot in the back of your head that you might like to go to. It's just all, like, really... Um, for, it's not that they're mind games like when you look at a nice picture on the wall it's not put up there because it's a nice picture it obviously is but it's there's a big reasoning behind it like so is it a waiting room or is it a like a place that you have to come in and just walk through like a gallery and things like that there's reasons for all these pictures and things to go around and be put in place yeah but that's very interesting because even for you at home that are sending in your photos to start thinking a bit differently about the photo because often I just take a scene I take a landscape photo I think oh that looks nice look at the view it looks nice but yeah it's kind of I suppose to get that bit more creative like like um, take it behind uh, the bench like Brenda Cassand did there but um, yeah it's, it's interesting to kind of I suppose create a story with your photo it is it's like thinking outside the box like and people might realise when I go to take pictures I'm kind of thinking what I'm going to do with the pictures afterwards whether it's to feed an editor whether it's um, let's say a scene like, draw, like sometimes a paper or a PR person might say would you ever just go and take a picture of a landscape you know, okay, landscape, you go out and do landscape. Then they might say, let's go out and get a picture with a bit of life and a bit something happening in it. Then you might say, oh, people walking, you know, cattle, or it could be a train going by. Or, like, th- there's a little bit of a story behind them and people, like, you know, might get into it. So when you do take a picture, as I say, take your first picture and get it out of the way. Look at your picture and see what you have, see what, you're going to, what you might like to do with it, and then take a picture again. You might take it completely different. Yeah, excellent. Um, finally, we are Agnes has sent us in a collection of photos. Agnes O'Sullivan. Good morning, Joe and Dominic. Time to send you my three picks. The cut off, uh, the cut of the clock, eleven forty-four on the Wednesday. So she cut it fine. I'm hoping to reach the crock of gold after a busy tourist season. Happy and thankful I am, Agnes. And the crock of gold is in reference to this beautiful rainbow um, photo, Dominic. What's the best way to take a rainbows? The best way to take a rainbow is that rainbows come and go as fast, you know, like, like they're there and yeah. they're not there like that, you know, like they tend to be there. Like, you know, I, what I would do if I was taking a rainbow myself, I might put on a polarising lens and shift the polarised to get it like that. But like when you see it there, you can get, normally this, the light on a rainbow tends to be from your back or it's backlit or like there's light. The thing about it is when you see a rainbow, capture it captured very quickly and get it and what I tend to do is when I'm photographing rainbows or anything like that I tend to make them a little bit darker I tend to underexpose and the colours come up and then when you just colour balance afterwards ever so slightly and you level out the colours there's enough saturation in the rainbow to bring it up a little bit more now obviously we can only see a selection of colours and there's a lot more colours UV and everything there in the light spectrum that we can't see at all you know so sometimes people might go along and they might put uh, infrared you know they might shoot infrared photography like that and you get a complete different spectrum altogether into it like that so it's, it's lovely to see it, but rainbows when you see it capture it 
Yeah, I've taken them on the iPhone now using, um, you know, the panoramic kind of setting where you can just kind of uh, do a sweeping landscape kind of photo where it takes about five photos into one. And uh, it looks nice. looks nice. It's absolutely lovely. The panoramic on, on the phones is fantastic. It's a pity that I wouldn't have something like that. My camera like that, Joe. It's absolutely brilliant. It's a great facility. All right. I can get let's say I can take three or four photographs and go back in and you can join them together all right there is a package stitch them together kind of yeah stick them, yeah. yeah where you, you you know put them in a reportage or portage like that you put it in and it makes a nice job it's lovely a lot of photographs might through like if I was photographing let's say for paintings now it's very popular if I do paintings if I have a big fit painting I photograph the left hand side of the painting first and then I'll come across to the right hand side and photograph the right hand side of the painting then on that or I could use four or five pictures and then I'd composite them together and join them together so I end up with a very big file size for printing afterwards as opposed to taking one big picture of it out and then you have a very small file size so it's used quite a lot yeah another photo from Agnes uh, the evening news last night told us about the blue moon at 9.26 I did not see any moon as I fished for this morning's breakfast one fish after another God is good and uh, it says Agnes P.S. from our farm uh, what a spectacular photo this is and uh, looks like mackerel to me and What's there's mackerel? plenty of them there's plenty, plenty of them yeah, it's lovely and just something it's the way they're laid out kind of draws you into it like people should go onto your Facebook page and have a look at this this is a great picture it's a great picture of a selection of fish on that you can see the light is quite low on that and they're kind of almost illuminating in the in the mm. darkness of the evening like that you can see they're, they're picking up the light it's a great picture you have the waves uh, uh, at the back and all breaking over the rocks lovely picture on that and then you yeah. go on to the next and you've got and the sorry sh- before you do before you do Dominic I was just uh, it, the, it's interesting the way you said the light shining because that's the way the, the fishermen used to fish uh, sometimes at night so the moon would shine off the fish they could see the shoal flickering in the, the, the water and you can really see that in uh, this photo I love a good mackerel do you like uh, I love mackerel seafood, actually Dominic? I do I like mackerel actually lovely fish but I would never clean out a fish I'd catch a fish wouldn't but you? I wouldn't handle it I just oh no no, I, I wouldn't be brave like that, no, or all like that. But I just like... I, I, did, it, I did it once. I did it once. And I was delighted when I did it. Very proud of myself. I think it was like a trout or something. But anyway, good morning, Joe and Dominic. The, this lamb loves to find a loophole in the fencing and graze on the shoreline. I think it is uh, the salt. Is that what it says, I think, Dominic? Is this the salt? That's Agnes. Oh, the salt. I get you, Agnes. So it's the salt that they want to lick. And that's why they're going out. And uh, the sheep is obviously outside the fence here, down near the water so she's she's broken out my great escape a great escape that's it. and you, you can see the lush green foliage down that the sheep is down the sheep's looking up there and that you know it's great like to see it and again it's just a nice picture because it works well you've got the stones in the background and you, you've got the greenery you've got the sheep in it again watch where you're getting the picture from it's like it's a little bit pixelated when it came into us you know and that as I say please don't be whatsapping it always work from the original there and that but look it just works as a picture and it's nice yeah and on that we get a few photos Dominic that are screen grabs and I think that's why they're coming in you know not as high quality so just be careful of that um, you know where you actually see I see the image of the phone the time on the phone so they've obviously just screen grabbed it off the phone instead of just sending the original which is always um, better just a little tip now your photo of the month what have you gone for Dominic the photo of the month actually I thought was somebody put a lot of effort into it and it's the fact that it's got the thirds rule you know it's got the, the, the foreground the middle ground and the background it's got the left and right centre left and right great like that it's the one taken by Sheila Quirk 
like over the wall with the flowers and you've got the old stone you're looking at the old stone there and you know it's an old time and you're going along and the, the, the beach the curvature of the water back along you know there's like a semicircle there is absolutely love you've got the houses the clouds the mountain it's just has to be my picture month. I love it it's a great picture yeah, Sheila Quirk, Castle Gregory, congratulations. You are the photo of the month with that beautiful Mount Brescia in it as well. And your humour photo of the month, Dominic? Has to go to Kinmare, to that, that, that chicken or hen or cock. We, we didn't actually establish really what it was like that, you know. That was Dennis Fitzgerald. It was a great picture. And, Joe, it, was, it, brought, it brings a smile to you. You look at it and say, wow, what's going on there? It was a great picture. Yeah, well done, Dennis Fitzgerald, Bally McElligot, that at Kinmare Fair Day, and uh, it is of the hen or the cockerel, and a great photo. That's our humour photo of the month. Now, Dominic, we always give a theme, so what's our theme for next month? Our theme next month has to be Autumn Arrives, you know. Now, this is a tricky time of the year because the colours are starting to, to change completely. Like these flowers, everything are starting to wither back. You're starting to get into the autumn winter colours coming in there. This is a time of the year when you your summer photography is going to start changing now because like when you were using automatic, you might have darker, the clouds a little bit more dusky on that. And if people have questions, please send them in. You know, we'll answer the questions, we'll try our best. And if I get a question, if I can't answer it, I will go to a colleague of mine and I'll get the question answered and we'll bring it back. So keep those questions coming in when you're taking your photography like that, Sean. Out and about and get out there, smell the fresh air, take your shot, think of what you're going to do with it afterwards and then take another picture then and see how it turns out. I always do that. I always take the picture and I stand back and think and then go at it from a different angle. You'll be very surprised what you can get. So the theme is Autumn Arrives. Autumn Arrives. Autumn Arrives. Beautiful. Um, do you know what I've noticed while I was mentioning Mount Brescia? The header on the hills is just beautiful at this time of year. The purple header. It's everywhere. It is. And Joe, it was like looking out our window. It was green for a long time. Now looking out this morning. Now it's starting to... Like is it starting, you're saying it's going purple. Now it's got that purpley colour. It's absolutely magnificent to see it, isn't it? Mm. The shorter evenings, are you a fan of them? No. Or the longer evenings, sorry. Oh, the longer I, evenings. Oh, I, I love long evenings. I love getting out and about and walking. And, you know, it's great. I that John, the light is there. I think I was talking to somebody there during the summer... And I think they were saying to me that they checked it out and we had 20 hours of sunshine sometimes during the summer. Like 20 hours of light was unbelievable. Like that, John, you're coming back in, you know. But I don't be disheartened by the winter at all and the dark evenings because there's lovely days and there's lovely times to get out there. Yeah, longer evenings, that's what it is. I keep getting myself confused. But I don't know where that 20 hours of sunshine was because I, I didn't see it in Kerry anyway in the last <laughs> over the summer. Whoever that person was, they must have been out in the baskets or something and they must have been getting uh, someone real sunshine. But that's your theme, Autumn Arrives. And you can email them to jmcgill at radiocarry.ie and get them in midday Wednesday before the first Saturday of the month. You can send up to three photos. Our one photo is perfectly fine. We look for quality, not quantity. So after the break, we're going to be looking at Dominic's archive photo. And he always brings in a great one with a great story behind it. The Saturday Supplement with Joe McGill on Radio Kerry. 
The Saturday Supplement on Radio Kerry. Brought to you by Virgin Media, Ireland's best broadband. Visit virginmedia.ie. It's playtime. Oh, so where is the time going, Dominic? It's time to look at your archive photo. This is where you go into the vault, the Dominic Walsh Photography Vault, and you bring us out uh, an interesting photo that has a story behind it. And what we're looking at here, there's a man behind a desk and he's handing, it looks to me like a student, a piece of paper or a, a white envelope, and he's sh- shaking her hands and she looks fairly happy. And it's taken from outside uh, a principal's office it looks to me like from outside in so is this all to do with the leaving cert because if it is it's very timely it is Joe it's actually to do with the leaving cert and this was not taken that long ago this is taken only could be within the last five years and the, the reason I went with it there this time is because um, I went to photograph the leaving cert again this year for editors and for newspapers around the country on that and this picture was taken and it's thanks to the principal, uh, Mr. John O'Rourke of Mercy Mount Hawk. And again, as I was saying, it's this trust issue where he knows that, like, when I come in to take a picture, I'll stand back. And what I did was, this young lady um, went in, Sinead O'Dowd went in to collect her leaving search results off the principal. And what happened was, she opened up the door to go in, and as she opened up the door to go in, the door stayed open, and I was standing outside, and he's handing over her leaving cert results, and she's collecting them, and they have that bit of interaction. They're talking, he's wishing her the best, and she's having a chat back to him, and you're looking at the table, and you can see all the white envelopes with all the students' names on them, and they're all ready to be handed out. The reason I went for this picture was pretty simple. When I arrived to take my to do my um, leaving search this year on that, they got them in their phones. Do you know? Like they could be at home or they could be downtown or you know they might go to the school, they might not go to the school, but they actually collected on their phones. And it's only a short time ago when they were actually going to the school to collect an envelope. Now they can still go to the school and they can still collect their um, results if they wish on the day. But I just think it's. To me, it, it's it's good for the students to go and have the banter and have the crack and it's good for the photographers to go and the journalists to go and the radio presenters like yourself. It's it's a it's a big event in somebody's life again like that, you know. So I just feel that this picture, even though it's not that long ago, is actually capturing history when you see it on that and you see the interaction between them the handshake and you're looking into the principal's office it's a busy office you're looking into it you can see the computer you can see his printers and how it's working like that you know and the young lady is what I can see it's all about eye contact and you've got the eye contact in this just to tell people how I took it the speed was 140 of a second which is quite low again ISO is a thousand um, ISO, that's the amount of light that the camera can take in and can accept. The lens is just 24 to 70 millimeter. My f-stop, that's the aperture, that's like the iris in your eye when you close it down. It's set at 5.6. And again, you'll hear me people using this. I use autofocus lock, where I use the autofocus, and as soon as it's focused, I lock it and I can move the camera any place I want, and the focus doesn't change. And I use the flash, and I pull the flash back by two. Two stops. In other words, I'm not using the full the flash at full power. I tend to pull it back a little bit. We do it in stops, so that's put back by two stops on it. And draw, 
like it's just unusual when you go now and it's not happening as much and you can see them on their phones and they're standing by themselves going through the phone it's just it's a it's a lovely moment really to capture yeah it's brilliant i love the outside the door kind of element to it as well it just gives it a, a, an added a extra um you know piece of interest to the photo um i got my leaving cert results dominic when i was in america i went to america for a summer when i was only 18 and uh i had to get my leaving cert results over but i got them in we happened to be in Yonkers in New York for a few days so there was loads of Kerry people there and they were all coming up to say I remember my leaving cert results and I remember when I got my results and they kept coming up congratulators or whatever but it was a weird one because it was my mother that had to go in and uh get the results so I couldn't pull the wool over her eyes about what I got today <laughs> well obviously you did very well now look at you she's damn proud of you now I'd say <laughs> and how did you get them did you get uh, your leaving set results can you remember that I can remember that I left school quite young and I, I made the, <clears throat> the biggest mistake in my life I didn't do my leaving cert and I should have my god like like when I was young I thought you tended to leave and you were going for apprenticeships and I'd no, look when you're young it's hard to put an old head in young shoulders like that you know when you do these things education is the key to life education opens up so many doors so my advice to people is no, do your leaving cert and, do, and get your exams things like that you know like even if you don't do well in your exams there's doors opening all around you. There's places you can go. There's different stages you can take to life to get into college and to get your to get your different path. The path that you might want to go on mightn't be the path you finish up on. You know, whereas my idea, I'd leave for a couple of years and I'd go back and do the leaving cert later on is my is what I had in my head. Do you know, I was going to get a break from school and I left and God, you know, I'm here now today as a photographer. So it's amazing how things change. And you turned out all right too, Dominic. <laughs> yeah, right, did you? Very great, though, very great, but I turned out all right. <laughs> um, I'm just thinking there, Dominic, that in the space of a week, you're taking like um, a kind of very important moments in a person's life, their first day at school, and their leaving set results as well. And I'd say for many parents, that space in between goes by in a flash. I don't, Joe. Pa pardon the pun. Yes, but you know, like, like what happens is, like, I've often met people, I've gone back through the leaving sorts of young people, and they say to me, you took my picture in junior infants when I started, and I said, would you be off with you, don't be talking to me, I'm not that old, you know, and the, it's amazing of these times in your life, and as you say, you can remember where you did your, where you got your leaving results search results and it was your mom that went in for you like that it's just you know, it's so unbelievable and you know during the week I had the rose like to, we'd leave certs we'd back to school on that you know you'd so much and there's so much positivity out there young people are a force to be reckoned with I think we underestimate them and their abilities in life you know like the amount of comfort that they were giving each other when I met them during the week and the laughing and the joking you know and the confidence that they have is absolutely fantastic and it's great to see it and you know young people don't forget your friends they're there for life and they're very important to have and if you ever need them it's good to know that, that they're there even if it's an odd contact here and there it's great you know yeah, and they're not to be all and end all either, like you said. There's more than one way to skin a cat with the results. It's more about, it's another life's milestone and uh, enjoy it and well done to all the, the leaving certs that got their results uh, congratulations and you're starting a new chapter though which will bring new friends and new journeys and everything uh, along with that so we wish you all the best Dominic a reminder before you go again our theme for next month is and what you're kind of looking for well autumn arrives 
and anything to do with autumn, any change that you have. As I say, you can do it around your house. You don't have to go that far. You can be in a wheelchair and wheel around your house. You could have an intellectual disability and you can still have a camera and take an absolutely lovely picture and send us into it. We'll take anything you got, send it in, we'll talk about it and just think outside the box. What I mean thinking outside the box, take the picture, look at it and see can you do anything different with it and then try that. If you don't and if you've got a good picture, then you're sorted. So again, get them into Joe, send them in by email to Joe, and we look at them. We look at every picture, we go through them all, and we talk about them, and please get the questions in. The questions are a little bit low on the ground, few and far between, but please get them in. Because remember, the silliest question is the question that you don't ask. I get asked loads of questions every day and I meet people, and people say, I'm sorry to be asking you a silly question, and it's not. If it matters to you, it's not a silly question. Very good. Dominic, go away and get some respite after all that Rosatorley and photo, fo- uh, taking photos with the last few weeks and all that went with that. Go away and get a bit of rest and be ready for next month when we talk to you uh, again. But thanks a million for now, Dominic. Thank you, Joe, and thank you to your listeners now in Sloan. That's all we have time for on the programme this morning. My thanks to everyone who contributed and thanks a million for sending on in all those wonderful memories, which is absolutely brilliant. The first day at school. Thanks a million for sending those in. Thanks to Abigail Bernard, who was on sound. Francis is on the way, so keep it here on Radio Kerry. I'll be back again next Saturday from 9am. Until then, look after yourself and take care. The Saturday Supplement with Joe McGill on Radio Kerry. The Saturday Supplement on Radio Kerry, brought to you by Virgin Media, Ireland's best broadband. Visit virginmedia.ie. It's playtime.